Welcome to Voices of CFMA, Construction Financial Management Association's podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders sponsored by Old Republic Shorty. I'm your host, Sal Marino, CFMA's Marketing and Content Manager. This month, I am talking with Siobhan Bacon. Siobhan is an accounting manager at J.E. Richards Electric and a member of CFMA's Greater Washington, D.C. chapter. Siobhan, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Anytime. Let's just start at the beginning. Did you always know you wanted to go into accounting? Like, what was your journey to get here? Oh, my journey was interesting. Uh, no, I wanted to be a Good. lawyer. Oh. <laughs> um, as a kid, I always said I wanted to be a lawyer. I went to, I'm from New Jersey. I went to school at Seton Hall, which is nice. a very prestigious law school that they have. Yep. So I was set. I was going. I was ready. I was prepping for LSAT. I was ready. And I had came in with a philosophy major and then changed quickly to business because I was just like, eh, I don't think philosophy is for me. And I okay. wanted to go into business law. So who better to teach me business than a business school? So right. I switched majors for business. And then I declared accounting. No, I'm sorry. I declared finance. Because okay. I was like, I didn't want to be a bean counter. I was like, I'm going to go finance. And then I um, was prepping for my LSATs. I met with a couple of legal professors um, that were teaching at Seton Hall. I did a couple of business law classes. Um, I started doing extracurriculars because I was going to do the joint uh, JD MBA program. So I met with a lot of people and just going to those seminars, I was just like, eh, I don't know if this is for me because y'all have no life. And I'm like, I need some kind of work-life balance and y'all are working along the, around the clock and this is just school. And right. a lot of the legal professors who taught the college courses for business law were lawyers. And they're like, oh, I leave from work and come straight here. And you here till eight o'clock at night? Yes, yeah, so you know, I can't do this. So um, it made me change tracks. Like I was prepping for my LSATs everywhere. I paid to sit for them in everything. I just was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with losing out on this money. So- I kept with the finance degree and then right out of college, it was during the first recession. I graduated in 09. So it was like that first recession from the housing market. So jobs were like very scarce. And I got a job in construction for an accountant, just a general, like basic entry-level accountant. And the rest is like history. I'm like, I won't go anywhere else. <laughs> So you liked what you saw when you got that's I mean that's good. Yeah, right? I kind of got hooked to it and I started in civil engineering. So I was okay. doing everything from bridges to tunnels to you know roadways. It was it was the big stuff and then I was dealing with the government. So that was an extra layer of, you know, I'm dealing with Department of Transportation. So it was it was an interesting ride. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it was. Well, I mean, it's a good thing that you had that realization about law school before you started practicing, right? Like being weighed down by the law school debt and all that. My friends who are still in it are like, you made the best decision and not going into this. Because I'm just like, like one of my friends was upset that I left her hanging because we were study buddies and everything. I'm like, <laughs> I'll still help you study. I'm just not going to be studying yeah, with you. You're like, I'm out, but you can, I'll just, here. I'll be your support structure. Yeah. And I did. I supported her. She ended up going from Seton Hall to Seton Hall Law and she does family law. So I'm like, power to you, lady. Yeah. That's a I lot. I couldn't do it. It's a lot. Yeah. So you land in construction and how did you, how did you come to CFMA? Um, I came to CFMA when I moved to Maryland uh, for the job that I have now at J. Richards. So uh, my 
my boss, my CFO, uh, Tom Sewell, uh, got me in the CFMA. He was like, hey, I'm a part of this organization. I want you to enroll. It'll be great. Good networking. You'll meet like-minded people in the industry. They'll help you out if you have questions on things. Like, and he's like, it's just been a great support system for me. So I was like, okay, sure. I'm new to right. the area anyway. I can get out and meet new people, especially like-minded people. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. So I signed up about two years ago and it was one of the best decisions I took from my boss. That's great. You give them all the credit, right? Yes, I do all the time. <laughs> so you haven't been here long, but how do, how do you like it? So Save far, so far, I think it's fabulous. I mean, just meeting a lot of the chapter, um, the chapter members at events, um, the socials that they have, um, the learning ser- seminars. It's like a working lunch is the way I call right. it. You, you yep. can talk to people while you're eating lunch and then they start this whole presentation and it's just good insight on what other people in the industry are going through from like we have one on subcontracts and and payments and then the next the economic lookout for 2023 and just like what banks are looking at and how do you pivot when jobs are starting that you you want a job but now the bank is thinking of pulling that job how do you kind of manage that so, I mean, it's great. I've met people who are transitioning into new platforms, ERP platforms. Um, and it's just a great resource to say, hey, oh, we just transitioned into that like two years ago. You know, if you need help, call us, reach out. And, you know, are you implementing this yet? Oh, we just started that too. How's that process been going? So, yes. I mean, it's been great to meet the people. I feel like the seminars, the sessions that they have are awesome. I know we have one coming up in about a week and a half at the end of January, which is like the holiday party. And we have a really cool guest speaker coming. So I'm really excited oh, for that awesome. one at the end of January. Yeah, it's going to be fabulous. I can't wait. That's for that. great. Yeah, I feel, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, inside CFMA, but I still feel like just the networking, just, the, yeah. just being able to get your, your questions answered by real people, I think is a huge thing. Cause you could spend, you know, hours Googling things. And, and, you know, I talked to people who like during the pandemic, like, dealing with all the PPP loan stuff. And like, it mm-hmm. was just, you know, this great network of people who had gone through it, they'd made the mistakes so they could tell you how not to do it the same way and all this stuff. I think that's like one of the biggest benefits of, of our organization. I definitely um, agree. So I'd like to talk a little bit about diversity, equity, and inclusion. I have to imagine that as a black woman in accounting and specifically construction accounting, that you don't look around and see a lot of people who look like you. No, I have not. <laughs> and how, I guess I just want to like, how, how do you, how do you deal with that? Or how do you think that the, the DEI efforts of, of organizations are starting to ramp up and maybe that will change? I do think it's starting to ramp up. And to answer the first question, how I deal with it, it's an everyday <laughs> thing for me because I don't deal with it just at work. You right. deal with it in everyday life, in regular situations, going to the grocery store, you right. know, <laughs> going anywhere, you you deal with this. Um, and um, it's always going to have its challenges. Um, it's just kind of how you look at it. And, you know, I've had people around me that when I hit a wall, I always go to them to seek their advice because they've been around the block a little longer. Right. Um, and to just see how they feel. But I feel like where I'm at and then just where I see the future going, not only for my organization, just organizations and whole in the construction, diversity is a big thing. 
it's one of the hottest topics that's being talked about right now in a lot of companies about, you know, how to diversify your organization and not only diversify, retain the talent that you have um, by creating a diverse, more open organization for everyone to feel comfortable and to feel safe. Um, here at Richards, I feel like they is very diverse. Um, it's a very diverse organization. We have people from all walks of life, and I think everyone is, you know, open and understanding to everyone. Um, so it's great where I'm at. Um, in the industry in itself, I see a lot more women coming up, not just minority women, just women in, gen in general, because that's the right. thing with construction. It's very male dominated, no matter what part of the industry you're in, but there's a lot of women coming up. And as far as the diversity, I feel like because I'm in a position to grant someone that access, I need to pull someone in with me um, and people around me that I interact with you know, get information off of them and we kind of pull each other together because, you know, it only takes one person to make the change. Right. And, you know, just kind of just going off my own experiences, you know, it took me a while to get where I'm at. I've not been in the industry as long as some, but like you said, being a minority and being a woman in the construction industry, it's hard. Right. I've taken my hits, I've taken my jabs, but you kind of, you use that to, to make you stronger, make you better. It is definitely something that all industries need to look into. Some people are willing to take risks and it has good rewards. I feel like just being in the position that I'm in, if I can pull others in with me and elevate them up to higher roles, it, it's only gonna go up from here. You know, it must just be tough being in a male dominated field. And, and on top of that, just, being able to look around and not seeing a lot of people who look like you must also be tough as well. It's tough, but it's not uncommon and unheard of. Um, right. Even in the CFMA, I see a lot of women of color. So it makes me yeah. happy to see that we are also being engaged, not just the women being engaged in the construction field, but just minorities, women of color, um, that being heard. I feel like personally myself I have a strong personality so right. even if you don't hear me you're going to hear me in some right. form or fashion whether you take the advice or you let it blow through one ear or another I will speak my piece on something and always stay respectful in what I'm saying but you know I'm gonna I'm not I don't take no for an answer I'm not afraid to have the hard discussions and the hard conversations with people who are higher up than me um because I know a lot of people are afraid of to say anything because they don't know the reaction they're going to get. And it's like, I tell everyone, just be bold, be yourself. Right. And that'll show through. Like if you have a bold personality, trust me, it'll come through. I, you know, speak my piece. If they say, well, we want you to do that. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, that's not really the right way to go about that. Because, you know, you can have all of these other issues and then they'll look at me and they're like, oh, I didn't think about that well, you might want to go back and think about that because well, I don't think that's the right move. So, I mean, exactly. just being able to interact with other people. And I, I kind of get that from my mom. She's always been a ball of energy and a very people person. So I kind of picked up that quality from her and just engaging with others, like just being able to walk in a crowd of a room and speak to anyone you, you see um, has done wonders for me and I think that helps with my personality and then breaking that barrier of being a minority because when I look at you know the room I just look at who's in the room right. it doesn't matter male female 
black, white, Asian, you know, you see it, it's in your mind, but you have to kind of let that fall out because if you stick with that type of stereotype, it's going to just be, it's going to be the crutch that holds you back. So I just kind of look at like, we're all people, we're all in the same room, we're all chasing the same goal. How do we get there? Right. All great points. So let's switch topics a little bit. Do you have a favorite project or a career highlight that you're really proud of? Hmm. I've got several projects from <laughs> several companies that I was so happy to be on, but I can talk about those for days. Um, yeah. Career-wise, I would say in the past two years, I've been working with a team that I didn't build myself. Okay. It was a team that was already kind of built for me and I had to come in and learn the lay of the land and how things moved. There have been some ups and downs and some challenges there because um, they're getting used to me. I'm getting used to them. So um, <laughs> yeah, we had some bumps and I would say okay. in the past two years, I've had a few people that I would say as I learned from my um, recent leadership development is making sure they're on the right seat on the bus and making sure they're the right person for that seat on the bus. And um, I've been kind of restructuring and removing people and rearranging people and um, just actually bringing people to the table and making sure that you feel confident in what you're doing, that you feel that you're being heard, that you feel like your work matters, that you're not just stuck in the seat that you're in, um, cross-training the departments now so that AR learns AP, AP learns AR, you know, everyone knows a little bit of something. So everyone feels like no one is better than the next. And it's, it's trying to get the team to really feel like a team because everyone right. was so divided. So that was like been the biggest milestone in the past two years. It, it's still a work in progress. I'm still working. It's, it's an everyday work in process, but where we were, two years ago as to where we are now, it's definitely leaps and bounds. And I think I have people at the table that I didn't think would want to make those changes because <laughs> of the comfort zone, right. who wanted to come on board and kind of see things how I saw things. And I mean, there's going to be some back and forth, some disagreements here. You know, some people are going to be upset, but then once they started to see the bigger picture and I kept all that, you know, constantly open and transparent, you know, when they finally saw it, they were like, okay, she's, she's for real. Like she, she, she's really right. just trying to help and, and, and bring us in a better forefront. So, I mean, that so far in my career has been a highlight. It's been a challenge, but it's, I've got a great support system here to help me balance that. So it's, it's been very rewarding to see it, it go from so disconnected to, right. to a team. So it's, it's been, yeah, that's well. awesome. Oh, yeah. you're, cha you're changing minds. That's the hardest thing to do, right? <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want you to be me. I don't want you to think like me, but you know, we have to be on the same page. Exactly. It's the same page of the book. That's, that's all I'm looking for. Let's all get on the same page. <laughs> Once we're all on the same page, then we can go. I'm not trying to tell you the way you're doing it is wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just, Maybe you just got to be just, here. Yeah. You just got to be here. And we're going to get you here. So we're going right. to get you from A to B. But, but we're that's get a there. really hard thing to do though. Like it's people, you can't, I mean, people talk all the time. Like we just need to be on the same page. It's really hard to do with people who don't, they, they see them, they see it one way and that's the way they see it, you know? Yeah. And then being that everyone I manage is older than me. 
So there's that challenge of getting them to understand my vision because it's like, oh, this young girl don't know what she's talking about. Right. Yep. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, no, well, just hear me out, you know? So it's been, you know, a little give and take, but it's been, it's been hard, but you, you learn through the challenges. I mean, we've had some ups and some downs, but it's, you know, right now I'm, I can say that the team is in a good space and, you know, we still have some things to work out, but I would say by the end of this year, it's going to be great. That's awesome. That's great. Um, so do you have a piece of advice that you've received that you just absolutely love? I have a quote that I keep on the front of my computer every day. Perfect. That is something that I like to remind myself every day when you have those hard, challenging days, because we all have them yeah. where you get up and then you get on the phone and somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> so and then it gets you on the wrong side of the bed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I go off of saying never make a permanent decision on a temporary emotion. It's something that I have to remind myself because I can get in the moment and be super frustrated and make a rash, rash decision that I didn't really want to make. So I have to take a step back. Um, one thing I can say that I learned a lot in the past year through this leadership development program I went through is to reflect reflecting back on everything is really good taking time to assess your day how your day went how you can make the day run smoother um, is advice I would have I would also tell people to make time for yourself that's one I'm trying to do right now is because if not you will burn yourself out and you know I'm I'm working on taking that advice <laughs> that has been given to me is that I need to take time for myself but, you know, I, I'm, I'm living by that. Never make a permanent decision on a temporary emotion. Um, it's really hard, especially when you've got someone yelling at you on the phone and you just want to yell back. And it's just like, OK, don't do that. Like, let's just take a step back. Let's kind of reel yeah. them back in. So, I mean, it, it can be hard, but it's there's always a give and take with everything. Right. First of all, that's great advice. And it reminds me a lot of the advice you get to not respond to an email that makes you emotional while you're emotional. Like you're supposed to step away, take that self-care, walk around the block, get some air because that changes your mood, right? It does. And then, you know, I have someone here that is really good um, with helping me do that. If I feel like I, like you said, you get an email and it just rubs you so the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I'll just get up. I go right into her <laughs> office and I'm like, Kelly, I need your help. <laughs> like, walk me through this. Right. So she will, we will walk through it. And then by the time we're done talking, I'm like, okay, I can do this. I got yep. this. So I mean, having that support is big. So find a support system. It doesn't have to be someone above you. It can be someone on the same level as you. It can be someone underneath you. Right. You just need to have some sort of support system, someone that's going to back you. When you have those tough days, you need someone to, to talk to, to work things out. Um, to kind of give you the good, bad, and the ugly of it. You know, that can be, like I said, a mentor, someone above you, someone who works in the company. It could be a relative. It could be a friend. You need someone who's going to keep you honest and shoot you straight. So, yes. I mean, having that on your in your corner is always helpful. But then just, you know, remember to just always be yourself. Um, I wouldn't say 
you don't have to change because no one wants to, <laughs> you know, be at a company and be wild and outrageous, but definitely, you know, make the changes that are necessary to make you a better person, that'll make you a better you, that don't go against what you stand for. Um, if you make those small changes, those small changes go into larger changes and people will see that, you know, people will start to understand where you're coming from and, and what you're offering. But, you know, I keep that quote on my That's desk great. every day because I'm like, in accounting, we all know it can go so easily. The conversation can go very easy and it can get really rough in like right. five seconds. So I'm like, okay, I got to breathe through this. Because so, it's like, you know, I tell my team, we're always the last to know about things, but we're kind of the first team to be yelled at when things go wrong. <laughs> Because it's, it always goes back to the bill didn't get paid. It doesn't matter why or how or right. what happened in between. It just didn't get to that end result. So it's like, we didn't know about it, but we're the first ones to get blamed for it. And then I'm like, so how do we work through those challenges right. and, and just try to calm everyone down and keep everyone happy? So it's accounting isn't, it's a tough job. Most people think it's super easy. Oh, you just sit at a desk all day. Uh, yeah right maybe but I'm all over the place so you know yeah. you have to be a jack of all trades in this exactly. world well Siobhan is there anything else you'd like to say before we sign off on this episode of the podcast um just to say thank you for inviting me here to talk and you know get to know you better and you know everyone to get to know me better um yeah. well thank you this has yeah. been great yes it has been so until the next time we meet <laughs> yeah. No, I'm glad you didn't go into law because I probably wouldn't have been able to talk to you. So uh, the fact that you're in accounting, this works out perfectly. <laughs> works out for everyone. Exactly. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I hear I hear it often. Sometimes they feel like I've missed my calling, but I'm like, nah, I found mm -hmm. a new one. Right. Exactly. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of Voices of CFMA, sponsored by Old Republic Shorty. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe and share it on social media. And if you're interested in learning more about the Construction Financial Management Association, please check out cfma.org. Once again, I'm your host, Sal Marino, and I will see everyone back here next month. Thanks.